I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hey, hey, before we jump into today's session, I'd like to take a moment to invite you to become a part of the First Gen Lounge family. I like to say that it's goodness beyond the podcast and where I share with you exclusive offers, resources to navigate life and entrepreneurship and event information. So when this conversation comes to an end, head on over to www.thefirstgenlounge.com forward slash family to join. I've even dropped a link in the show notes to make it easy for you. All right, now let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, that's a new one, isn't it? Aha, it is. So tis the season to be jolly or is it or what's up? Um, I decided that today we do something different. Thought to try a throwback Thursday because I've been thinking a lot about all of the amazing people we've had on this show and all the amazing conversations that we've had. And some of you are just, you know, tuning in, getting connected with the family and haven't heard it all. But really, it's been a season where I've had a lot of conversations with people about purpose and what does purpose mean and how do you find your purpose and how do you know that you're living in alignment? How do you know that things are what they're supposed to be? And there's this really, really awesome conversation I had with a good friend, sister and sore of mine, Elisa, back around session eight, back when the podcast was the Purpose University podcast. But we talked about living in alignment And what that means and how we live in alignment and just really honoring the truth of who we are and what we do. So what I wanted to do was bring this conversation back to the table. As so many of us are in the season where we're gearing up for 2019 trip in 2020 and we're getting ready for all the new things that are ahead. And we're just thinking about, are we doing enough with our lives? Are we headed in the right direction? Are we making the right decisions? Are we living in alignment? So if you will, you know, again, just sit back, relax or speed up the treadmill or, you know, keep your eyes on the road. Whatever it is you're doing right now, just really tune into this conversation with Elisa about living in alignment. Uh, So happy Thursday to you again. And uh, yeah, so here's the throwback. So welcome, Elisa. Thank you for being on today's show. I am so glad that you have decided to join me for a few moments to share your wisdom and and your beauty and your grace with the listeners. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm honored and very humble. So thank you very much. Oh, that's me like all day. When you said yes, I was like, oh my gosh, moving on up. (laughs) (laughs) So I am, you know, we'll just tell our listeners, I met you some time ago at at the University in Raleigh, North Carolina. Remember your freshman year? Yes, my freshman year, 2008. 2000, oh man, okay. Feels like so long ago. 
and I was uh, <laughs> cutting up upperclassmen. But you know, we're not gonna talk about that today. That's not for the world to know about. <laughs> no, really not. So um, you, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. As you are, my my love. So you, you decided to come on the show today because you have something to tell the world about living your best life and being your most authentic self and while I definitely understand that it's a journey for everyone we all are somewhere where we have something that we can share so when we talk about sharing I want everyone to know a little bit more about you first Um, you know something about what you do and who you are and just what you think is necessary to share definitely again my name is Elisa Wea I am the founder and president of Girls Like Me, Inc. It's a nonprofit organization that encourages all girls to go and dream. We do that with a mentoring program, a movement that's ran on driven by social media and community involvement and resources in the form of scholarships, empowerment events, and we're doing some global international work also with giving back. I am also a writer and an author and I prefer poetry and fiction but I do have one published book ebook called Building My Village and it's about building healthy relationships so yeah that's me in a nutshell just a busy little girl (laughs) 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 nice nice and so what I understand you were brought up in Winston North Carolina right yeah so I was born in Philadelphia. Funny story, I was born in Philadelphia, but when I was a child, I think like fourth grade, my mom moved us down to North Carolina. She got a good job, better job, and um, we moved down south, and it was best, the best decision that she ever made for us. I don't I don't know if I ever told her that, but it was the best decision because <laughs> it really shaped my mind, and it was a great environment to grow up in. So I grew up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, but my hometown is Philadelphia. All my immediate family is here and I'm here with my grandmother now and my cousins so it's awesome to kind of be back home with family oh nice nothing in the world like family it's one of the reasons that after my I say six year sabbatical in North you know Mississippi <laughs> I came back to North Carolina yes. it's just really no place in the world like home and I'm actually still trying to get back to Charlotte but that's another conversation for another day yeah uh, but I love the city so Philly I'm definitely trying to get up there as well so sooner than later yeah I can't wait till you come and visit Please, please let me know. Definitely. I definitely will. So, (laughs) you you know, you mentioned that you are an author and you mentioned that, I mean, congratulations, big deal. And you mentioned you. you know, you are the president and founder of Girls Like Me Incorporated, which is really big. How long have you been this founder? When did Girls Like Me start? Wow. Girls Like Me started 10 years ago when I was in high school and it started as an online magazine. It was just a way for me to kind of express myself hmm. and kind of create an online platform for girls who are kind of like the good girls, like to study, like to, you know, do fun things. Like, not fun things, but um, things that everybody deemed not fun. Hmm. So I just kind of wanted, like, a place for good girls to kind of express themselves. So I think that was the era of, like, Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan in 16. So it was, like, cool to act <laughs> out. But, um... I just really wanted to feature girls who were like doing positive things. And over the years, it has evolved into me doing community outreach and mentoring girls younger than me. So now Girls Like Me is a full-on nonprofit where we dabble in different things. So we still do some online blogging and content, but we've added the mentoring program and community outreach. 
Wow. Was this always your dream? It was always <laughs> my dream. I think it was always a dream of mine to kind of just be impactful and to mm. be inspiring and to help others. I think my youngest like thought of what I wanted to be when I grew up was to be an entrepreneur. Like mm. I was watching PBS and they were doing like a special on Magic Johnson. And it was like, he's an entrepreneur. I was like, that's perfect because I want to be a skater. I want to be a cook. I want to be a dancer. I want to do all these things. So if I do that, I can do I can do all of that. So I didn't know it would turn into this. But just doing everything that I love to do has allowed me to kind of be an entrepreneur. But to also do girls like me and help people write, teach, author. Mm, you know. Literally doing it all. Yeah. Literally. So would you say that you're walking in your purpose? And if yes, how do you know? I am definitely walking in my purpose now. I know because I was not always doing it and I felt it in my spirit. Mm. I felt it in my body that whenever I was doing something that was out of what I was supposed to do, it was just so difficult Mm. to do. I knew because it was everything that I fought. Everything that I fought that I pushed away that I was like, no, I can't make money doing that. No, I'm not the best at that. But it was all of the things that I loved and that I was passionate about mm. that always brought, that I always came back around to. I realized that that was my purpose because when I was functioning in those roles and in those gifts, I was at my optimum creativity level. No matter how I felt, no matter how good I thought I was, I was always at my best holistically as a whole person. Mm. So if you could define purpose, what purpose is, how would you define purpose? Purpose is doing what you've been made to do and what you've been called to do. I don't think purpose is something that you stumble upon or that you even, you might find it along the way in your journey, but purpose is something that God puts in you. You know, it's what your innate abilities and your innate skills, and it's really how it manifests into your life and into the things that you do. Is how do you merge your skills, your passion, and your innate ability? That's your purpose, mm. and making it work for you. Making it work for you. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think sometimes when we talk about what purpose looks like, we think that it's an easy thing. But purpose is not easy. And I say that because even though I'm walking in my purpose and I love, absolutely love what I do, it is still a lot of hard work. And yes, (laughs) so you feel me? So, and especially a woman, I, I know that womanhood adds even a different element to entrepreneurship because there's a different level mm-hmm. of care that I have to, you know, take care of myself and to take care of my family. And although it's not like it's a standard, even being a married woman, I'm not having just all the time in the world to do what I want to do. But, you know, hey, purpose is not easy. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that. So at this point in your life, would you say that you are intentional about the way that you live? Yes, I'm very intentional about the way that I live for many reasons. One of the main reasons I'm intentional is because you just can't, once you know your purpose, you have to intentionally live in it. Like anything outside of it is going to be off focus, mm-hmm. off track. So you have to be intentional about the partnerships you make, about the relationships you build, about the jobs you take or the opportunities that you pursue. Because 
everything's not necessarily for you and not everything's necessarily going to match your purpose or where you're going. And also, just working with young girls and over girls, with girls like me and working with impressionable teen girls and having parents look at me and, you know, say, oh, you're, you're so such a role model and um, I love girls like me and I want your daughter my daughter to really be involved she's you know she looks up to you that's so terrifying sometimes but it's also like a big responsibility and I just try to be intentional about what I present because I do want to be a good example to them to those girls and I want them to really see me in a positive light so I have to be intentional about what I do where I go you know what I endorse what I say on social media mm, so absolutely so even with all that do you feel that you're living your best life as well yes I definitely again now <laughs> I think the journey is <laughs> the journey to it really helps you define like your purpose and helps you live your best life because you know what not to do or you experience you've experienced enough to know what works best for you but I am living my best life now I really feel great like I just feel very renewed in my spirit. I feel just like very at peace with my decisions. Uh. I feel at peace with people. And that wasn't always like that. I used to be very defensive and very, I used to go through bouts of depression. But now that I'm like living in my purpose and I've just decided, I made a decision to live my best life. It's Mm. been awesome. You know, I I want to tap into that a little bit more, and and that is the the element of not having always lived your best life. What was the right. breaking point for you? If you even mind sharing with us what happened um, that you're willing to tell us that just yeah was like this is not my best life. How did you recognize it? Because I don't know if people always recognize that they're not living their best life. Yeah, it's difficult, and I feel like sometimes people feel like they kind of have to settle mm. too because just the way that life sometimes hits you and the things that we go through, sometimes the things you have, the seasons that we go through, the, the ups and the downs, you know. But I knew when my, it was my health. Mm. I started to have issues with my health. And I knew it wasn't based on my diet or my activity level or anything like that or what I was, you know, anything that I was intake putting in my body because I was always very conscious of those things Mm. so when I had health issues and they were related to stress that was the breaking point there were many times up to that where I was like you know what I should just live my best life I should just you know make a decision but I'll always kind of revert back to what I knew because I was comfortable and I really it's always hard to look inward and to change but that's when it hit my body that's when I knew I have to make not only a physical change but I have to make a mental change also Mm. so that I can live my best life and be happy because life is so short and the life that I'm living now I plan to live a long time and I need a body that's gonna work with me Mm. so and to do all the things that I have to do so that's what hit me the most like not only does your heart and your mind have to be in tune but your body too and all of that Mm. we forget that all that works together we mm-hmm. often forget. And so sometimes, you know, the most high has to has to hit you something somewhere physically for you to realize, hey, you're off. You're off. Mm-hmm. You have to get back aligned. I can absolutely agree with you. I had a similar experience myself that I was at a point that my health was totally failing me and I knew something was off. So again, I, I wasn't aligned. 
And so in that, it's just being in a place where what is realignment looks like, but we get there, you know, we, we figure it out. Yeah. Which then brings me yeah. to, you know, that you live your best life right now, that you are walking in your purpose. Does that mean that you are also your authentic self? Yes, I am my authentic self. And I think just you, and when you are living your authentic self, it all works together with being in your purpose and living your best life because then you just kind of accept yourself for who you are. You finally stop trying to fit in or you stop trying to make yourself be something that you're not or to fit in places where you just don't fit. Mm. Um, and not saying you don't grow. So you have to be mindful, like not, it's not saying that you don't grow or that you don't look inward and like see where you can improve and be a better person but you accept your quirks you accept your personality you know you love yourself you were those personality traits that again are innate in you that are already in you you just embrace it you embrace what you can do and what you can't do and who you are and everything that's awkward and quirky and weird about you so and you just love it and you embrace it and that's just I feel like that's being authentic just being yourself letting the people that love you and want to be around you find you and attract you to opportunities the jobs the people the things that are for you will mm. will be attracted to you if you are in your being your authentic self so there's no reason to force things and I think that's nothing that's helped me to be my authentic self like I don't force anything anymore I just kind of if it comes to me if it happens then great if not it's not for me Mm. This is interesting. This is, you know, something that just came to mind. And I'm like, man, I've, I've got to know how has entrepreneurship either helped you be more authentic and live more of your best life or how has it helped you to be more intentional or has being those things intentional, living your best life and being authentic influence you as an entrepreneur or does it go both ways? It goes both ways. So as far as me being intentional and authentic in entrepreneurship, it helps me to define what I'm doing and what I want to do, how I want to portray it. If even my business venture is one that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, how comfortable am I with presenting it to the world and just living and saying, hey, I'm the founder of Girls Like Me. Hey, I'm an author. I wrote this book. Mm. Does that feel authentic and intentional to my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing? But the other way around, being an entrepreneur has made me very intentional because you just have to be, you have to plan. Mm. (laughs) You have to be prepared. You have to be ready when you're an entrepreneur. Like, you have to be ready when opportunities come to you. And then as far as it making you authentic, like, with every business and with everything you do, you have to tell a story. Mm. And people, nowadays, people really want to be tapped into who you are as a person, not just your business or your product. Even it could be the best product in the world, but if people don't relate to you or relate to your story or relate to things that you've done or what's authentic about you, they're not going to bite. For me, I've attracted more people just being myself, just saying, hey, this is Elisa, this is Girls Like Me. I see a lot of people who are nonprofit CEOs and founders suited up, tied up at these big government meetings and things like that. That's just so not me. I go in jeans and sneakers and you know, <laughs> talk to my girls. Yeah, I do the arts and crafts projects with them. Like, that's just me. And I feel like 
that has helped me to be authentic and to just remain who I am. Being an entrepreneur and doing my thing has made me intentional and authentic and it goes both ways. Absolutely. That's powerful. So what's next for you? Well, always girls like me. It's <laughs> always what's next. It's always evolving. We have a group in Malawi, young girls who are in need of our help. They found us on Facebook and decided to do our whole program, which is very exciting. Nice. But now I want to make sure I sew back into them and make sure that they have what they need. The girls need sanitary napkins because that stops them from going to school. A lot of them can't pay to go to school, so we want to make sure they have textbooks. If they can't go to school, we want to try to send few of them to school. The, one, the young lady who was running the program there, we want to make sure that she finishes her degree program because she had to drop out due to finances. And that inspired her to make sure she continued to inspire the girls in her community not to give up just because she had a setback. So that's one thing, girls like me just giving back to them. And then as far as my writing, my blog has, is like an ongoing fictional story that's going to be a book. And I wrote a children's book. It's already done to just kind of embody the values of girls like me for our younger demographic. We need to tap more into and get them mentally prepared now to go and dream. So both those books will be out next year. Nice. You are really on a move. But it would also seem that when you have aligned yourself with your purpose, you have the motivation to do what yes. you need to do that you just don't burn yes. out because I'm listening to everything you're saying I'm like when is this the girl have time to do anything but really <laughs> you find the time and you make the time and it just comes together for you so I commend you on that job yes. well done so we are really Thank at you. a point you're so I guess you're so welcome you're so very welcome so we had a point in the show now where we're about to wrap it up and what I want to know from you is if there's anything that you want listeners to walk away with something that's just special, something that they can chew on for the rest of their life, what would that thing be? Definitely. It would be three things that have kind of helped me align with my purpose and what I'm doing with my life. And that would be to stay in your lane. <laughs> What's for you will be for you. And when it's your time, you'll know. And they all kind of sound cliche, but stay in your lane. It just means to focus and don't do too many things at once. And then what's for you will be for you. It's like, not don't compare yourself. Don't be jealous. You know, just do, just wait for what's for you. And then that kind of goes into when it's your time, you know, like sometimes it's just not the right time or the right opportunity. Don't rush it, but also don't miss out by not being prepared. That's what I would like to leave people with. Wow. Thank you. So tell us, how can we find you on social media, your website? How, how do listeners get in touch with you if they want to reach out? Well, you can find me on Instagram at, at Miss Elisa K. My blog is Miss Elisa K, the blog.com. And follow Girls Like Me Inc. everywhere. It's literally Girls Like Me Inc. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So well, thank you so very much for your time. I wish you all the best of luck in everything that you do. And I look forward to being able to see you continue to grow in what it is that you're doing. Job well done thus far. Like literally, you are already 10 years in the game. So I've got a lot of catching up to do. Wow. <laughs> but, just, <laughs> but definitely. When you say it like that, when you say it like that, but <laughs> I do want to say thank you. <laughs> but I want to say thank you because meeting you and your 
beautiful, awesome personality. Almost 10 years ago, you you don't know, but you've always inspired me. I've always looked up to you, and I appreciate you having me on the show. I love you, and thank you so much. Thank I love you. you, too. Thank you. Before you go, I just want to take the time to say thank you again for tuning in, for being in this space. I really appreciate you. Now, if any part of the show did anything for you, then pass the word. Tell a friend. You know, text, email, DM. Let them know about the First Gen Lounge so we can continue to inspire others that are around us. I want you to come back and kick it again. But in the meantime, keep pressing forward.